glorious humans, gentle ladies, lad men, ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and dreams alike. And welcome to the Devolver Digital Forkcast, the only podcast about cooking where we only talk about video games. Hi, I'm JM. Uh, I'm Robbie. I always surprise you with that, and you I don't do know how to not do every that. Every time. Every time. But I'm uh, <laughs> Normally I think I say and. and yeah. I didn't this time. And I realized too late. Uh, and you're Robbie. I'm Robbie. Yeah, that's me. That's my name. Don't wear it out. All right. Remember that? I do remember Ooh, that. Oh, God. Sorry, I've got a terrible gas. I just ate a cake pop and I uh, had some... And had some coffee. A cake pop. That's a one of those British pop. ditches. It's like a little. It's like a little like hollow cake filled with soda. That's correct, right? Like Coca Cola or Dr Pepper. <laughs> Not quite, but hmm. I suppose it is a British thing. Cake yeah. pop. You don't know. Never had a cake pop before. Is it like a like a like one of those like like it's a lollipop, but it's it's a cake ball? There you go. Ah, I That's see exactly what it is. But it, it was designed like a little video game character. Um, what what video game character did you eat? I can't. I can't. Well, one, I don't actually know what character it is. <laughs> Jesus. But two, it's from an unannounced game, not one of ours. Um, one of my friends. So I can't. Even if I knew the character, I wouldn't be able to talk about it because uh, it hasn't been announced yet. Robbie, what extravagance that you have cake pops for unannounced games. It's because right, it was uh, the announcement was postponed. Mm-hmm. And they had friends, all these cake pops. Yeah, my friend had... It was Anita. So she'd already uh, got all these cake pops made <laughs> for the announcement. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, and then the announcement was delayed. So she was like, oh, fuck, I've got all these cake pops now. What am I going to do with them? So <sighs> Send them to she, Robbie. So she sent them to me, yeah. And I've been eating them all week. That's wonderful. Yep. And I'm not even promoting the game. No? Just promoting the cake pops. Just promoting the cake pops, yeah. That's cake great. pops for life. Big, I'm just great. I'm holding out for that big cake pop sponsorship. Can we get some? Can, do you think we could arrange for some like uh, carrying cake pops? Mm. Do you know what would be good for carrying sweets? Would be uh, red rope licorice. But that's disgusting, and I don't want to eat that. Yeah, but like that was that's very carrying, isn't it? It's a disgusting. What if it's, mess. What if it's red rope licorice like wrapped around a cake pop that looks like a scientist? Oh yeah, that's good. We should be on one of those um, those shows on Netflix that are like cake wars or whatever, where they all have to bake cakes. I fucking and shit. hate this world. Oh man, I, I fucking love... hate this world. <laughs> <laughs> Just the concept of cake wars. Like it can't be know. like <laughs> the cake wars have begun. Like fuck you, <laughs> this world. This marketing whatever episode two the cake wars <laughs> begun the cake wars oh, have would be great <laughs> um oh what else was i gonna say just then i had a thought but it's gone was it about cake wars was it about no, netflix no no was it about licorice no candy sweets carrying sweets you had a thought about carrying sweets you said we could do a carrying oh no then you said the licorice and i got mad yeah I think I've had all of my original thoughts for the day now. Yeah? Yeah, that's it. I'm spent. Fair enough. What do we do with all the rest of this time? Well, funny you should say that, JM, because do you know what today would have been? Um, 
I don't know. It's six nine, which is nice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I don't it's... know, Robbie. What 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 is today on a better timeline? It would have been day one of the electronic ex- entertainment exposition exponential. Yes, it would have been E three today. Day one. We day would one have been, of E three. We would have been in Los Angeles, California, yeah. and we would have been. This would have been the day after. Two days after our what would have been our press conference, and today we would have been. This would be the first the day on the lot, right? Yep, first like, day I mean, on the lot. Would first have been day, today. like open for business, because yesterday yeah. would have been set up for me. Yep, and it would have been hangover for me. Yeah. I'm actually just looking at the picture that Devolver posted to Twitter today, Tuesday, uh, of everybody at E3. And I'm just like... <sighs> so. So many enemies. So many enemies. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. This week's show, we're going to talk about the wonderful experience that is Devolver at E3. But just not this year. Yay! So you mentioned, first off the bat, you mentioned that uh, you're uh, involved in setup. Yeah. At E3 every year. Now, uh, because I'm uh, one of the uh, PR marketing uh, media wankers, I don't really get my hands dirty. I don't no. really bother with any of that physical labor, manual labor. That's sure. not my style. Um, so I'm really around on the setup days. I have been. I have stopped by from time to time. Yeah, but you've overseen our work. I've overseen it. Yeah, you've I've nodded come, in that yeah, sort of British yeah. colonialist way. Like everything I've, looks good here. Yes, yeah, yes. I've said, "Where's the beer? Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Where can I put my cigarette? Uh, things like that." Mm-hmm. You know, and you guys always know the answers. So you know, I, you're very professional. Yeah. Yep, yep. Up your ass was the answer to both of those questions. Yeah, that was the one. I was trying <laughs> so, to remember. I was racking yep. my brain, but I couldn't remember it. Um, uh, but yeah, so what? So you, when you first get to E3, what's what's set up? How, what, what does that all look like for you? Because uh, most people who are listening to this are probably aware, hopefully aware, that uh, we have our own uh, little uh, sort of carnival across the street yeah, from the LA Convention so Centre. In our in our parking lot, um, where we have our media appointments, people come and play our games. People hang out. We have uh, entertainment and food and drink, and it's kind of just like a fun time where we all hang out together mm-hmm. because we don't all get to hang out that often yeah. um, as a company. And uh, and uh, yeah, um, I I don't really have a hand in organizing all of that shit. Sure. So I'm um, I'm interested to learn what your kind of lead in to uh, the fun and games looks like. Well, it's been different over the years. So I've been to seven E3s now. Wow. Uh, all Devolver E3s. Um, and this is the first time in, in eight years that I'm not going to E3 with Devolver. And uh, that's a that's still pretty cool that I got to do seven in a row. It's actually really great. Um, yeah. 
That's an, uh, just as a just to add to that, I've only ever been at E3 with Devolver as well. Yeah, it's the yeah. only way to go. Oh yeah, totally. Couldn't do any of that. The first time I went, I had a pass and I went to have a look in the convention center because I'd never been before and I was excited. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go into E3 um, mm-hmm. for once, you know, for the first time ever. And I was in there for almost 15 minutes and i've my, never been back <laughs> my first e3 i had a, i stole I, I didn't steal someone let me borrow rami or maybe i had to go in to deliver something to a booth or something like oh, that oh yeah yeah uh, but i had rami ismail's pass and uh i went in as him and uh and we look almost identical so oh well, you're like brothers and um it was it was actually my first time in any big game show. I'd never been into a PAX. The only show I'd been into at that point was South by Southwest Gaming, which eight years ago was a, a largely empty convention hall. Sure. Um, it was great though because that's that's it was it, you know it was good. Um, but yeah, going into it was overwhelming. There was just so much noise and so many colors and lights and, and people and I. Uh, I didn't care for it at all, um, but it was nice. It was cool. Like I liked it. I liked seeing it, but I didn't want to stay in there all day. It was yeah. it freaked me out. So yeah, yeah, what we what we've done it as Devolver is, um, and it's been going on since before I was there. But uh, we rent a parking lot across the street from the convention center. Um, the the parking lot that used to be the Hooters parking lot, but now Hooters is gone. And it used to be a different parking lot, but now that's a that's a uh, that's a parking garage. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but we go, we go across the street and we set up pavilions and we have kegs and we have a bartender and we have, uh, food trucks and we have, uh, you know, a bunch of these cool, interesting people come and set up their, their, you know, their, their, we had like liquid nitrogen made ice cream or something like that my first year, uh, or maybe it was the second or maybe it was both, um, and so, so we're outside the convention center. We're under the sun. We're in that LA sun all day on a on a on a parking lot. So it gets really hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we rent Airstream trailers, and the developers set up their demo stations inside the air conditioned Airstream trailers. Uh, press comes over to our lot. They get drinks. They get food, and they go from trailer to trailer to trailer, and uh, they see the demos and they yeah. see the games. My job usually entails uh, trying to get them as drunk as possible before they see any games. Really well, butter them, really butter them up. Yeah, because they're shit. They're shit games that we <laughs> that we try to shill onto people. And so, uh, if you if you're ever wondering why you're not enjoying a Devolver digital video game, it's because a you're not drunk enough, and b you're not high enough. <laughs> uh, Very true. Uh, that's just this is the way it works. This is trash. Well, Have I mean, seen Greece? you know. Ugh. It goes to show that we we have overwhelmingly good press coverage from our E3 lot every year, so yep. it works. Yeah, they're always like, the beer was great, and I saw some video games, and I saw these jackasses race each other on rollerblades. Oh, yeah, we should talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so setup is different. It's been different. So before, I mean, when I started Devolver, I was just doing kind of roadie stuff. And mm-hmm. so anything, anybody. Actually, I didn't know what I was doing the first year. Um, I'd only done a little South by Southwest show. And they were like, hey, do you want to come do E3? Uh, and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, and they, they flew me out to E3. And it was huge. I mean, I'd, I'd, it was 
it was the best week of my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was great. I was meeting all these incredible, uh, fun, cool, artistic people. I met Dennis and Rasmus, uh, and, and I was there with, uh, uh, Pavel and Suavik from Shadow Warrior team, Flying Wild Hog. They were doing their trailer for the first Shadow Warrior, mm. not the original, but their first Shadow Warrior. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I was having a lot of anxiety about what I was there doing and what my role was and how I fit in. Like, I was just very overwhelmed. I was, uh, I don't deserve to be here. How am I here? What's going on? What, what? And I was standing around with Suavik and, and, and he, he's like, do you know what you are, JM? And I was like, what? And he's like, you are like a roadie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, a roadie. That's what I am cool that's my job title it's okay if i just sit around and do nothing when there's nothing to do because i'm a roadie i'm just <laughs> waiting for there to be something to do exactly and every once in a, yeah every once in a while i get up and i look around for something to do but mostly i can just chill uh and it was great that was actually a huge huge moment for me uh getting <laughs> to be a roadie and like having it defined um and then over the years we've started doing live streams from the lot uh, and I, you know, handle a lot of the live streaming. And so uh, with the help of XSplit and their production crew, we've hosted, gosh, I think we ended up hosting like four live streams from the lot um, that were really fun. We did a lot of really silly, dumb, cool shit. I mean, it's just a party. It's a party every year. Yeah, I really enjoyed the year. I think it was 2017 when you guys were live streaming in like that shipping container type thing yeah it was like a big it it wasn't like a stage it was like a big crate that opened up and then you you guys were all sat in there on a sofa was that when we had the genital jousting behind us quite possibly yeah there, there, we've had the shipping container a couple of years the first year i think we had it we had genital jousting behind us with the dick controller oh yeah 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 it was oh, it was one of like those years that? anyway huh what did you like about that? I just liked that setup. I just remember yeah. it, it felt like a living room. Like, because the rest of the lot, we were all just kind of, um, we had our press area towards the back mm-hmm. where we were showing Shadow Warrior 2, must have been, and Absolver, and <sighs> a few others, I think. And, um, and Minute was there as well. And it was the year that we had the um, the show, the uh, Magic Sword and okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It was that year, and you guys were at the front as you came in. You guys were in the front on the right hand side. Yeah, I think. and you had like a big, like it was, it was almost like a self contained unit sort of thing where you guys were doing the live stream. Yeah, that and was I, 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and was I our really second lo- year with the storage container. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, lo- I love that storage container because yeah, it was it was like as soon as you ste- stepped into that, it was like you were in this, you were in this living room <laughs> where yeah. everyone was going crazy. Yeah, yeah, that was good fun. That was weird. That's really fun. Yeah, and the lots changed too because seven years, eight years ago, um, there was just one lot. It was just the lot. We were all there in the same space, and now uh, there's kind of a. It's not public, like it's attendees area, but like there's like an attendees area and then there's like the press only by appointment area. And yeah. you've been the gatekeeper of that for a number of years now. Well, I mean, I'm part of that team, um, but there's always, there's always in recent years, it's been Kinsey, uh, friend of 
friend or part of the Devolver family, Kinsey, mm-hmm. yeah. um, who does uh, press check-ins for us uh, in recent years. Um, but yeah, I remember I t- you were always bragging about how Stephanie how always has to come to you for help and how you kind of just hold <laughs> her hand through the whole process. I know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's probably about time this all became public, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, without me around to fucking keep that shit together, it would have been an absolute disaster yeah. um, year after year after year. But, you know, I don't like to take all the credit. I don't like to take all the credit. So it's very generous of you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, in, I mean, we've never had the same setup twice. It's always yeah. been different every single year. And some years has been easier to manage than others. Like it's always been fun. It's always been a fun lot to be on, but it's, um, from a, from like a work perspective in terms of, um, the media side of things, like I'm sure all of the press and, uh, and everyone who comes to see us and see the games, I think they universally enjoy themselves, have a good time because it's just such a it's such a different atmosphere from the rest of the show. I mean, for a start, obviously it's outdoors, yeah. So that's nice, um, yeah. and it's not overcrowded. It's um, it's pretty chill, really. Like it gets busy sometimes, but on the whole, it's it's pretty chilled out there. Yeah, you get to sit in a nice air conditioned trailer sit with the developers it's like chill it's quiet um yeah and we don't really kind of like harass press too much um but uh yeah some some years it's on our side sometimes it's it's been super easy to kind of bring people onto the lot and be like hey this is where you check in this is where you do this that and the other um and everything's been fine and then other times it's just been like complete chaos <laughs> and trying to manage press appointments just becomes like an absolute nightmare but um yeah. but it always gets done and and i think that's the thing it's like we've always managed to balance everyone like we've always managed to balance work and fun on the lot like and yeah. i think that's why it comes across to most people like we are just all there just fucking about and having a good time because it's like it does it the work is made easier <laughs> you know by virtue of the fact that everyone is just kind of like nobody's doing anything stupid and everyone's there to like nobody wants to be there to like work their ass off and feel <laughs> miserable about it do you know what i mean like yeah. nobody com- nobody's there just going like oh fuck me like i've got to do another 12 hour grind or whatever it's like no we want it to be like a good place yeah to come and and work and and so it it doesn't really feel like work. It's always felt like just a bit of a holiday, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 like a working vacation. Yeah. What um, have been some of your highlights? What did we do last year? Uh, last year we had like the the ten year anniversary party. Oh yeah, that was good fun. Yeah, uh, you, I ended up working through that. You had the that was when you had the big uh, like tent thing, right? Oh, the on the lot, yeah. We had the giant pavilion. Um, we had seriously Clara and Man versus Game, uh, and they were there. And yeah, we were just playing video games and hanging out. We had some shenanigans. Yeah, there was quite a few shenanigans. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, there was a there was a big dust up um, between a couple of uh, radio controlled. Uh, 
Oh yeah, the coolers. Beer. Yeah, the, the beer. The coolers. radio controlled <laughs> truck coolers that were yeah. full of beer, and then they were fighting over the love of a woman, and that got that got pretty wild. <laughs> that was um, a good time. Highlights for me would be the karaoke party bus. So, yeah, maybe we should maybe we should spend a a, a moment on each of the of each of these things because the karaoke bus is probably going to take some explaining yeah well i just like i've told numerous people about the karaoke bus before uh-huh. um and nobody seems to quite i don't i f- still don't feel like anybody quite <sighs> understands just how fucking wild that bus is it's pretty wild it's, it's extra uh... it's so wild it's like it's 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 such a black hole <laughs> that um one time when i came over to austin for south by southwest um, which I was just, I was just at South by Southwest for the music and stuff. I, uh, ended up just like wandering the streets in between shows or something in the middle of the night and the karaoke bus just like pulled up. And I, and so I just got on it because I think I was like, oh, it's like, I, you know, it's just like the, the muscle memory of just being like, oh, okay, the karaoke bus is here. So uh-huh. I just got on it um, and then was on it for, I don't even know how long. And then when I got off, like I forgot that I, I was in Austin. I thought uh-huh. I was like, I got off and I was like, oh fuck, where am I? And thought I was supposed to be like at the mansion in LA. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, what's happened? Where am I? And then remembered <laughs> I was in Austin. C- yeah. Cause the karaoke bus is from Austin, right? Um, I don't know if they're from Austin. I, I thought, I thought, I thought they were in LA, oh, based I don't in know. LA, but, um, but I don't know. So it's, it's a, it's an RV. Um, yep. it's called the RVIP lounge. I don't know if it's still around. Um, but it's, it's a, it's an RV that's been, um, renovated so that, so you've got the cab where the driver is and that's still pretty much the same. And then there's, uh, there's, there's like the main area that's kind of the living room of the RV and that's been kind of bedazzled and padded and had a sound like a nice sound system put in and some TVs uh and there's a karaoke system and there's a karaoke you know a K- KJ uh there running things and then KJ there's the back room which 8 years ago was padded uh and very soft but I imagine that was hard to clean um but it was really it was really nice and then now it's a little more uh it's got like harder furniture and easier to clean uh, furniture and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, but there's kind of a, a back area to hang out in if you're not wanting to be in the middle of the karaoke. Because when you're singing, you're on an RV. It's a very small space. Yeah. And so everybody's just on top of each other. And yeah, because uh, we, we packed it out. And It's really fun. I swear there's a tiki bar in there as well. I think I think it's become tiki themed in the last few years. Oh, uh, okay, I think you're yeah. right. I think they've added uh, some tiki themage. Yeah, I remember getting lots of red stripe from the tiki bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, there's like whatever we usually bring our own. We I think we bring our own liquor on there. We 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 supply a lot of booze mm-hmm. basically everywhere we go. I remember one year I uh, I got <clears throat> told off for nearly leaving the bus whilst wearing. Uh, uh, an army helmet, but I don't. 
I guess the army helmet was on the bus. I don't know whose it was, but I ended up wearing this army helmet for like the whole night. And then at the end of the night, when I tried to get off the bus, they were like, oh, no, give us our helmet back. And I was like, oh. Okay. So it was theirs. Uh, yeah. It was theirs, it was yeah. their helmet. But, I, well, yeah, I was, I don't know. I nearly stole the helmet. So this bus would come and collect us. It would come and collect us from uh, where we stay in LA and then take us on a very boozy karaoke bus ride into the city. And then we would get off and we were supposed to go to like bars and stuff, but... We've, We've done... I mean, there's been a number of years we've done the party bus and there's been varying success in whether or not we actually get off and go anywhere. My favorite was the first year where it just stayed parked on the lot yeah almost the entire time and we just hung out on the bus yeah uh that was really nice um and yeah it's uh it's just really really beautiful and a lot of fun smart beautiful people hanging out and i know it's making me joy with one another it's making me reminisce about it now yep I didn't yeah. think I'd miss. The, I didn't think I'd really miss the karaoke bus that much, but I. I, I feel like as the years have gone by, I'm one of the only people who still likes it. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> if the listeners don't already know, what they should know about JM is that you love to sing. I do you love have, to sing. You have a very good voice as well. Oh, what's your kar- you What's your karaoke go to? Um, my my usually go to to start off is Zombie. Oh yeah. By the you, cranberries. Do you do um, the Little Mermaid as well? That's that's the secret weapon. That's the secret weapon. Yeah. Have I just yeah, blown it? <laughs> I, I mean, it's fine. That's just. I could show you the world. No, that's, that's not Aladdin. Aladdin. That's Aladdin. That's Aladdin. Nigel and I say a whole that new, a whole new world. A whole, no, a no, whole new world Aladdin. is Aladdin. That's still just, Aladdin. You're just, you're just Aladdin. That's what's, just the, Aladdin. <laughs> what's the What's the Little Mermaid one? It's the I wish I was Aladdin song from the Little Mermaid. <laughs> I wish I was Aladdin. Well, I wish I was Aladdin, because then I'd be so rich I'd have a genie to help me do all the things I want. <laughs> I wish I was Aladdin, because then I'd be a sultan's nef- uh, son-in-law. I can't remember the words. It's been a long time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is that a real song? <laughs> no, I just made that up. I was going to say, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I want to hear Dick Van Dyke sing that song. <laughs> oh, I wish I was a lady. Beautiful. What so is the name of that Little Mermaid song, though? I'm not going to tell you, because it's funnier if I don't. Ah, oh, fuck. It's don't look one... it up, either. Oh, what? How does it go, Robbie? What's I... the song? I'm trying to remember. So, there's Under the Sea. I remember that one. Uh-huh. There's... Ah, uh, it's the one where she's like, I've got thingamabobs, like all that shit. Keep going. Yeah, and sing she it. Has like, she has like a fish bone comb. Don't describe it. Sing it. I Just start re- singing it and you'll I remember. I remember it. Start, you, you, you had a word. You had a word. You had thingamabobs. Start from thingamabobs. I got thingamabobs and who's at and... No, what does she say? A plenty. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh... Ah, oh, fuck, I can't remember. She wants to go up. 
She wants to go up above the ocean waves or something. Where does she want to? Who's who? She wants where, to go who's, up. Who's up where there. she wants to she go? She wants to go up there. <laughs> up where? Uh, up above the ocean. Where the where the people are. Yeah. Where the non-fish people are. Nope. That's that's not the next line. No. I want to go up there where the people are. Oh, I want to go where the people are. That's it. That's, that's it. You're doing it. You're doing it, Robbie. I want to be part of that world. Boom. Yes. I knew you'd find it. Um, talking about karaoke. Oh uh, yeah, karaoke bus. And then I was going to start talking about the mansion. The mansion. So the mansion is a little bit uh, misleading. Why? <laughs> of a, of a title. It's bigger than my house. Oh, it's a big house. Uh, it's it's a hostel got, now. Yes, it's it's a hostel. It's a, it's kind of like a big hostel with bunk beds, and we all stay there together. Yep. And. Uh, yeah. When I my first year, the whole front lawn was just dirt. Dirt. <clears throat> yep. And the back was just dirt, and there was a big <laughs> dirt hole where there was gonna be a swimming pool one day. <laughs> and I loved it. It was great. It is uh, amazing. Stayed in a room with bunk beds with me, Dennis, Rasmus, and Scott Alexander. Mm-hmm. Shadow his Warrior. Darling. Um, he is the Shadow Warrior. You're absolutely right. He is the um, Shadow Warrior. Yeah, he is the Shadow Warrior. He's the he's the one that the the games are all based on. Um, yeah, and it's just uh, I was actually so before you know because we were talking about we were going to talk about E3. I was going through my old diary uh, entries last night, and I found uh, my first E3. And <laughs> oh man, ah, thirty year old JM was just over the moon. It's so great. Uh, just had so much fun and yeah so the mansion has they renovate the mansion every year generally uh they start renovations uh three days before we arrive (laughs) it seems um but (laughs) but there's um but it's gotten a lot nicer uh the pool's really nice now the pool's Um, lovely and they've got grass now which is really good um i miss the dogs did the did that dog pass away yeah what kind of dog was that? I know it was so, swole. He was a big, um, I think he was a pit bull. Is he a pit bull? Or a boxer? That dog, yeah, I, 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 I kind of have trouble telling, I, I'm not good at dog breeds. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think it was one of those. And that dog looked like it lifted, it could bench press <laughs> the both of us. Yeah, it looked like it ate game developers. <laughs> it was so <laughs> swole. It was very impressive dog. He was a nice dog, though. Yeah, I don't know if I ever pet that dog. Can I pet that dog? Hey, can I pet that dog? Can I pet that dog? Um, oh man, I fucking love the mansion though. Me too. It, it's such. It is good fun. It is. We've had some fucking hilarious nights there. It's so much better than a hotel. It. It was just. Yeah, it's just like a big 
youth hostel, like a youth club <laughs> where we all just yeah. we all just hang out together. And um, uh, uh, the amazing um, uh, uh, food people. What the fuck? Caterers. The- Caterers. That's it. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, yeah, who they they stay with us every year and and they make yep. all this amazing food, um, beautiful yep. breakfast, amazing dinners when we all get back from the lot. Oh God, such amazing food. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just us, and that I think that's what makes it so fun, and and it's part of, part of the reason why I think we're all really going to miss E three this year because because we don't all get to see each other that often all in one place. And then the week of E3 is literally, we're all living together for a week. And it's just... It's like summer camp. Yeah, it's summer camp. That's exactly what it is. And it's just so much fun. Well, Um, and like, uh, uh, you know, when we all go to Boston or we all go to Seattle, we all go to even Austin. Austin's a little better because we usually get a big Airbnb. But yeah, like coming down to the lobby of the hotel to hang out with everybody or going to someone's room to hang out is it's it's not the same as like coming downstairs going into the yard and like some people are there having breakfast some people are having a morning swim some people are and like you just get to chill yeah that's it you just kind of you just kind of bounce around like yeah there's no real pressure to do anything um and everyone it like it's just designed to be a sanctuary really yeah. you know somewhere where you can just go and just hang out everyone can just sort of download from the day um yeah. and it's also really cool for um all all the developers that we bring with us to e3 because you know a lot of those guys you know sometimes it might be you know the the first time they've been to e3 it could be the first time they've been to the united states yeah um uh you know they don't really know anyone things like that so it's just like it is a bit of a i remember the first time i went to e3 and showing up and i just like i was on my own uh and just showed up and just kind of walked into the yard and luckily uh everyone had kind of been arriving that day and everyone was outside it was was kind of like quite a big group of people and everyone was kind of um already drinking and just kind of getting to know each other and mixing so I just kind of showed up and I was a bit like, oh, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing here. But then, you know, within 20 minutes, it was like, this is your bed. These are the guys who yeah, you're sharing we'll be sharing with. your bed with you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, grab a beer, you know, have a chat with everyone. And, and that was it. And then it was just like, it was just magical after that. Um, yeah. And I think that's a really nice experience for a lot of developers that we bring with us because, yeah, like you say, it's like they don't have to check into a hotel and, yeah, and like figure out where to go for dinner and all this kind of shit. It's like, no, you just show up at this hostel and we're all there and that's all you have to do. Like, and then we just hang out together and there's no pressure to do anything or be anywhere or go anywhere um, mm. apart from the yeah. show. And then that's it. Um Yeah. And it's just really fun, and I and I love in recent years since we've been doing the, um, uh, the press conference when we all get together and watch the press conference live. That's been a really fun moment in the last few years. Although last year we had the big tenth anniversary party, and we all watched it in that huge planetarium. Yeah, that sucked. 
Yeah, because we watched last year's <laughs> before we no, watched that this sucked year's. because I'll tell you why that sucked because the people at that event didn't know what fucking videos to show or what the fuck to... I said I worked through that 10th anniversary party I had to like I was running around with like the people at like running that projection booth or whatever trying to figure out like they're just like oh we don't know what we're gonna play I'm like what what do you mean like we've got this this is supposed to go on in like 30 minutes what do you mean you don't know oh man Oh man, that was like my night was like wrestling with those people to get something up there. And then like, yeah, no, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they played last year's video. So the idea was to play last year's video like while people were filtering into the room <laughs> like beforehand, but they'd yeah. had technical difficulties, so then they like and I guess like eventually I I I stopped holding their hand on it. And uh, so they got the video to work and then they played all of that when we were like all in there. So then everybody had to watch the last year's video before. And then uh, people were like, why am I watching last year's video? And yeah. So then, and like all of all then of this the, year's video all of the got played. All of the announcements were like already on Twitter and stuff. And yeah. all the trailers were out and we we're like, yeah. Oh. And everybody's <laughs> like, oh, I'm watching it on this big screen, but I'm like five minutes behind the world. That's yeah. Devolver. And then, man... Man, yeah. nobody even got to see my E3 thing. We were gonna show, we were gonna show the, the late, the pre-pre-show after that, and they were gonna get to see Mr. Meatless, and nobody from Devolver except Jared's ever fucking seen Mr. Meatless, and I'm real sad about that, Robbie. I'm real goddamn sad about that. Okay, how can we make Mr. Meatless uh, appear? <sighs> Man. I mean, he was on the pre-pre-show. He followed. He follows the Devolver. He followed the Devolver Digital press conference last year. The Devolver Digital press conference happens, and then right after that was the pre-pre-show, and Mr. Meatless was on there. And man, ain't nobody from Devolver seen Mr. Meatless, and that makes me real damn sad. It hurts my damn feelings. Well, what we need to do is we need to take this moment to do a community outreach and say. If you saw Mr. Meatless on the pre-pre-show after last year's Devolver Digital Press Conference, then you need to hashtag Fortcast on Twitter and let JM know you saw it. And well, that say would be what, real nice. And say what a wonderful, wonderful time it was. Thanks, Robbie. No problem. I didn't mean to let all that come out, but it really... Hey, you know, we're dealing with a lot of emotions today because we should be hanging out at E3. We should be recording this podcast in LA together. Oh my God, that's what we would be doing right that's now. That's exactly huh? what we would be doing. We would probably have all lots of other people joining in. Oh man. I know. I would know. I'd make us do it on the fucking stream. Oh yeah. We'd, do it on we'd the be stream. on the live stream recording the podcast. Yeah. And then the podcast would come out two days later. People would be like, why would you even release that podcast two days later? We already saw it on a live stream. And I'd say, fuck your attitude. Yeah. I would I would say, fuck off, man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. There would be shenanigans. So, my highlight uh, is definitely the year that we had the uh, the bands on the lot. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, it was just, that was, there was something really magic in the air that night, I think. Um, so we had, so Dose, Dose 1, 
mm-hmm. was there and he did a kind of a, a DJ set. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he rapped as well. And then mm-hmm. there was um, Damian from Crow Team and Robin. Well, I think right after, I think right after, Do- was was it before or after Dose? I want to say uh, Adam, a uh, different Adam did uh, some some spoken word oh uh, possibly stuff friend of mike's I, I can't remember his last name but anyway so that did happen too just wanted to yeah acknowledge that i was extremely uh, yeah. drunk um Fair enough. but yeah and then there was uh damien from crow team uh played damien and robin yeah played with robin and then uh dennis and nicholas el played el huevo they played which was amazing and then uh magic sword played mm-hmm. and <clears throat> It was just, oh man, it was just fucking so good. All the music was amazing, obviously, but like we invited so many friends to the lot um, and it just, it just felt like it was never going to end. Like, cause, cause, it, cause we went from the daytime where we were on the lot uh, doing press all day and then, mm. and, and various bits and pieces. And then like it segued into the evening. We shut the lot down. So nobody, so the only people that were there were just like everyone from Devolver and then the people who were setting the stage up and then gradually people started to show up and uh, all the friends that we'd invited, those old guys all started to come down and stuff. And then we were just all just drinking and having a lovely time. And then the music started and it was just amazing. I just remember just like having such a great time, just having so many like nice conversations with people yeah and uh, yeah i just remember sort of going home after that or going back to the mansion after that and just feeling really like content (laughs) you know it's just like yeah this is the best time of year like hands down it's so good (laughs) and just the bands were so amazing as well and then like shortly after that magic sword this had a song on like Thor, on Thor, Thor yeah. Ragnarok, yeah, it was the, it yeah. was in the trailer, and so they blew up after that, which is like that that was amazing as well because it was like wow, I can't believe they they came down to to play our little parking lot show. Yeah, I think it was Sweet just like guys too, yeah, really nice dudes. Oh, it was so good, and it's just it just really reminded me of just like how awesome everyone is at Devolver, you know, to to go to the trouble of making something like that happen just because. You know, it's just like we want to have a fun party with bands at E3 in a car park. So let's make it happen. And uh, yeah, obviously, I can't take any and wouldn't take any credit for making that happen. But just knowing just being in the company of people who make shit like that happen is just like so cool. Yeah. So fucking cool. And I think there's a I think uh, that you can see some of that some of those performances on our youtube channel as well oh, yeah, e3 yeah, behind yeah. the schemes um so that was a definite highlight for me nice mm. so jm yeah you mentioned that you found your e3 diaries <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh i think i think me and all of the fans um would love to hear uh, some some of the stories maybe some excerpts um, maybe some funny anecdotes or maybe just some some sweet memories that you might have uh, from your diary if you're prepared to share 
some of those. Uh, sure. Uh, all right. June 11th, 2013. Tuesday. Good morning. Hi, I am currently in sunny California. Yesterday was fun. I only got two hours of sleep because I was scheduled to close Sunday night. I was working at a restaurant. Uh, the flight was lovely. Uh, flights were lovely. On the first plane, a beautiful family sat behind me. I loved listening to them laugh and talk and share with one another. I told them so. On the second plane, the guy sitting next to me was studying Chinese, and when we landed, there was a plane with Chinese written on it. I asked him to translate, and he did. It said, Fly China Chinese. Aww. <laughs> yeah, this is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> Uh, while waiting for the bus, I met a beautiful woman named Alex. We talked of this and that and spoke some German, and she talked about doing motion capture. Oh, while I was flying over Nevada, or maybe it was still Arizona, or was it New Mexico? The sun reflected, glinted, shimmered off of something in the desperate distance, and then it was gone. Beautiful. So I met a couple of game designers from New York, who were nice in their New York sort of way. I parted from them and hopped on the subway. My work day was pretty fun. I'd have had more fun and been more useful if I'd slept properly, but as it was, I spent a lot of time getting good at finding the bugs in our build of Hotline Miami 2. Nice. Andy, this cool chick with beautiful eyes, and I, at the mention of that the train stop by our site was Pico Station, both leapt into Llama School. We are now friends. <laughs> uh, Llama School is a song from Syphil and Ollie. Oh, right, okay. Very weird thing. The Sock Puppets. The sock puppets, exactly. Exactly. We ate at a Cajun restaurant. The portions were huge. Oh, the game designers. These guys are so cool. Two from Poland and two from uh, Sweden, I think. <laughs> I've had a challenge remembering their names. We're staying in a beautiful mansion, still being refitted as a hostel. I'm too excited about today to keep writing right now. I love you, JM. I'll catch you later. Oh, my God. So that was your first ever day at E3. That was my first ever day at E3. Wow. Oh, man. Yeah. That's great. That was where I... Yeah. That was, I think that day, or maybe it was the next day, was when I actually learned why, like, Hotline Miami was good. Oh, really? Because I didn't like Hotline Miami. Like, I'd, I'd been given Hotline 1 to demo when I did my first South by Southwest gig, and... Uh, I played it and it got to the part where it's like, do you like hurting other people? And it's like, lol. And I was like, no, I don't. And I stopped playing. Uh, and like when I was pitching it, I was like, do you want to get in touch with your inner sociopath? Try Hotline Miami. Like I was like, this game is fucked up. This is very fucking just violent shit. Uh, and I met Dennis and we were talking about the uh, the scene in Hotline Miami 2, which was in the demo at the time where there's the guy in the club and he's all drugged up. And they, like, hit him in the face with a bat. And he's not even sure that he's like, did you just hit me? Mm. Like, he, like he's so out of it. And I was talking to him about how fucked up that scene was. And how, like, really awful it is. And how deeply, like, he's like, he keeps calling out. Like, he's like, there's this person. Like, talk to this person. They'll come get me. Uh, and Dennis was like, yeah. We wanted to see, like, like what people were, like, we wanted to push it. Uh, because you know the, the they'd made the first game as violent and gross and disgusting as they could uh and like people were still fine with it so he's like like how like can we get it to a point where they like where it makes them un, un actually makes them uncomfortable mm. and so that was like i was like oh 
okay <laughs> that's way better yeah yeah there is there is a deeper thought process going on there yeah it's not just like yay violence yeah so did you keep a diary at every e3 uh i think most of them yeah oh man the next night the next entry involves the night of the foot race uh so we'd been up partying on the karaoke bus and so the karaoke party bus had been on the lot every night and um me and andy and scott had been singing on it every night (laughs) right uh and nobody else had and one night like we were winding down we're like all right we've been enjoying our private karaoke room we're winding down and it was like god i don't know it was like two in the morning and we're like all right we're gonna get to go home to the the mansion sooner maybe it was one in the morning i don't know and uh these like fancy investor dudes showed up and mike and somebody else were like all right keep the party going we got to keep the party going for these guys and we're like okay so we're still karaokeing and uh I'm on I'm on the bus and all of a sudden uh I think Jonathan is the name of one of the the people that runs the bus uh it's him and his wife. Uh, but he he jumps up onto the bus he goes, "Jam, get off the bu- or jam, come on. There's going to be a foot race." And I was like, "What?" And I took everything out of my pockets, threw it on the dash and ran outside the bus. Um and it was me, Jonathan who's super tall. It's either James or Jonathan, I can't remember, sorry. Uh Mike Wilson who is like only an inch taller than me and I'm 5'6". Uh, and then these two tall, like, executive dudes. And I had been running a lot at that time. I had recently discovered how much I liked running. Uh, so I ran a lot. And, like, at that E3, like, anytime I wanted to decompress, I'd just kind of, like, run around the block. And yeah. It was great. My knees hate me now. <laughs> um, but at the time, I felt great. And uh, so we, we line up. And there's the five of us. And we, we, we put money in a hat. There was $13 in a hat. <laughs> and... Uh, and we like we're in this parking lot at like two or three in the morning in downtown Los Angeles, and five grown men are like, "We're gonna run to that fence like a hundred yards away, and then run all the way back." And so we go, and we're running, and we're running, and I'm I'm going as fast as I can. I've been practicing running. I'm in like I've I've got good shoes on. I'm like I'm gonna win this thing, uh, and I get to the fence, and I'm on the far right of the group, and so everyone is to my left. And I, we get to the fence, and just as I'm about to hit the fence, I hear someone hit the fence before me. And I was upset. Like, all these thoughts happen in an instant, but I'm like, God damn it, I can't win. Like, just being short, man. I'm not going to win this race. Like, these tall motherfuckers, they, they're not, like, they didn't, they, like, I've been running so much. Like, how can I not beat these guys, like, even now? Yeah. It's not fair being short. And I turn around, and the only person in front of me is Mike Wilson who is like only like an inch or two taller than me. And I was like, oh, it's the other short guy. And what came out of my mouth was, fucking Wilson? <laughs> and I put on all of my speed. And I'm running as fast as I can fucking go. And I mean, I am like, I'm barely touching the ground. I'm flying. Like my toes are just touching the ground. And Mike's got like, he's got like a 15 foot lead on me. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, I'm not going to make it. And then... I start closing the gap and it's a long run back. So we've got plenty of time and I'm closing the gap and I'm closing the gap. I'm like, Oh shit. If I can just keep this up, I'm going to win. I'm just on my tiptoes. I'm just flying fast as I can go. I'm about to pass Mike and Mike motherfucking clotheslines me. He reaches out and he hits me in the chest. And 
I am going as fast as I can fucking go. And I fell forward. And I wish someone had recorded it because have you ever been in these moments of like, like something happens so fast, but some part of your brain just like is like, oh, I got this. Just do this. Some part of my brain just goes, just roll. Yeah. And so I did some kind of fucking ninja roll (laughs) and popped right back up on my feet. And I, like, wasn't running because I was like, ah, man, I lost. Yeah. And someone was like, keep going because everyone else is still behind me. I still came in second place. And, and but you got Mike fucked over by Mike. I got fucked over by Mike. Not only did he hit me, he kept the $13 from the hat. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that, was, that, was my, that was part of my first E3. So wow. that's definitely one of my highlight memories. Today began with a great success. We inflated a massive Devolver logo balloon. It was such a wonderful cooperative experience. After that, it was just another fun day at E3. Everyone is so cool and so nice and so friendly. And funny. Dennis and Rasmus are here again, and I called the local radio station and said some silly shit, but we don't know if they ever played it. (laughs) Uh... So this is 2014. 2014. So this has been the first year I was there. Uh, we stayed up late talking about what it is to be human. Tomorrow <laughs> night is karaoke night. Several people have expressed their excitement that I'll be singing. It's really nice. I'm excited too. I've been looking forward to it for a while now. Amazing. And 2015 is just all drugs. No. <laughs> June 15th, 2015. Monday. We're back at E3. I forgot how well I I forgot how well loved I am in this place. It's good to be here. Uh-huh. Dennis and Mike went to have dinner with Mike's friend Robin from Nine Inch Nails. I'm excited to hear what it was like. I don't wish that I was there. I don't think that I'd know what to do or say. These people are so interesting and interested. Such intelligent creatures. I'm fortunate to be here. I attended the Sony press conference today. It was pretty dumb and loud and boring for the most part. <laughs> Well, the content was. The structure of the thing was fascinating. Their advertising is really good. Very well made. Some of it was pretty goddamn lame. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's a lot of me being overwhelmed by how cool everyone is and having issues believing that I am likable and uh, worthy of being in their presence. Uh... This is Tuesday the 16th. I'm not really sure what exactly I did all day, but I stayed fairly busy. I ran to Target. I chatted with folks. People kept mistaking me for somebody important. JM. (laughs) You're a very important person. I'm not. (laughs) Um, I disagree. June 12th, 2016. Sunday. Hello from cloudy Los Angeles. Friday morning here for E3 2016. Woo! Oops, I shouldn't yell like that. I screamed yesterday and my throat has been a little sore. It was stupid of me to do. 
Uh, <laughs> I wonder what you were screaming about. I think I was. I was. I was. I think I was frustrated that I had a sore throat. Oh right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you scream? Uh, oh, 2016 was the first year that I was in charge of the live stream. So this is actually a lot of me being frustrated with my ability to run a live stream. Oh no. Um. Yeah. But it's also the same year that we did Venice Beach. Oh, yeah. We forgot to talk about this entirely. So Venice Beach, uh, for a couple of years there, we would go and stay in Venice after E3. And 2016 was the year when it was me, you, Rasmus, Dennis, John. And John. And Danny was there. Oh, yeah, Danny was there. Danny was there. Uh, Who else? Was it just us lot? That was it. That was us. Yeah. And we had a few days together. That was really good fun. Yeah. We went in the ocean. I remember there was Mm -hmm. that super, like, ripped, uh, like, Baywatch bodyguard on uh, on the beach who told us to be careful of the riptide. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then he just flexed at us for yeah, a while. Yeah. He was he like, was careful like, for the riptide. I was, like, I was like, how am I supposed to listen to your instructions about saving my life when I kind of wish you would just jump in here and save me? Because <laughs> 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 it was like Baywatch. And that was the year and I saw them on like the, uh, you know, like running down the beach and they had like the little uh, beach buggy quad bike things and stuff. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I'm in a movie. <laughs> that was fucking cool and we had pizza yeah. on the roof oh yeah we did oh man yeah that was a good year i think that might have been the year me and dennis went to we went to see a band called Headwound city who had just yeah. reformed yeah uh we went to see them at the echoplex you also i think that year did you and rasmus go to uh disney we went to harry potter we went to universal yeah universal yeah me and rasmus went to universal and fucking lost our shit when we went to see uh, all the harry potter stuff and it was the first time i'd really gone on theme park rides yeah yeah because i wasn't a big ride guy i like venice uh like all the all the art stalls on the uh on the sidewalks yeah, it was fun. I remember buying some rings. I bought some rings that I still wear to this day. So then there was 2017. So 2017, we already talked about a bit because that was the year of the gig on the lot. Yep. Yep. Um, various other bits and pieces. Have you got any entries for 2017? I think they get they get more me. Uh, they get more and more about me worrying that I'm not doing a good enough job at things. Oh man. Yeah. No, I. Yeah. <laughs> they're not about they're not about how your uh your uh selection of shorts become more and more uh exotic. <laughs> 2017 was when I wore my my those 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 wonderful short shorts. Yeah, those peach uh, lacy ones. Yeah, they Kate gave them to me. Yeah, I uh <laughs> I'd like to get back into my short shorts uh physique again. I yeah, was man. I was beautiful. I was a beautiful man at well, that time. We've got it all to work towards next year. We'll be back with a vengeance. Oh yeah. Big oh, yeah. time. Big time. And uh as far as this year goes, while we may not be at E three physically, we are all there together in spirit. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this podcast has helped people transport people 
to those uh, to those balmy sunny afternoons in a car park in downtown LA mm, where we had stroke. the best of times <laughs> heat stroke alcohol poisoning uh yeah good times good fucking times <laughs> on Twitter, Rami. Let's have a look. Let's see what we got. The last one is still from May 22nd. <laughs> Ivan Gambino says, was listening to episode three and one of you mentioned you like Bioshock a lot. What would you want from a new entry? What would you like to see a, what would you like to see a return and the setting? Oh, Bioshock. What would I like to see in a new Bioshock? So they, there's, they, they're supposedly working on another one but I have no idea what type of game it's going to be. I think if they were to do another Bioshock, I think it would do well to follow less the kind of FPS model and be a little bit more of a kind of exploratory, um, not a walking simulator, but something that has a bit more, you have to think about a bit more. So maybe more puzzles, more exploration, um and perhaps having to uh piece piece together a story mm. you know by like unlocking certain things um i'd like to see something like that and i think it would be cool to it's difficult because with the with the original bioshock and bioshock 2 being set in rapture that that still feels like the most interesting sort of uh scenario for the games um but there is a sense that they've kind of they've already used it twice what more can they really do there oh three times in fact because they did bioshock infinite dlc that was set um in rapture as well i don't think there's any value in going back to bioshock infinite and doing stuff in columbia i think that was kind of one note and it's done um so yeah, maybe something brand new, maybe a new type of uh, uh, location, uh, new characters um, would be cool. But uh, hmm. I, I, I would still like there to be some sort of like thematic connection to the previous games as well. Um, hmm. So, yeah, that's that's what I'd like. Lovely. Yeah. Thanks for the question, whoever that was. Who was that? Ivan Gambino. Ivan Gambino. Thanks, I guess. thanks, yeah. Ivan. Uh, yeah, if if you want to ask us any more questions, hashtag Fortcast, hashtag Fortcast. on Twitter. Uh, we got any other housekeeping this week, Jim? Um, I don't think so. Uh important things needing to be done in the real world there are still uh, important things needing to be done in the real world these movements are continuing mm-hmm. um if you have black lives still matter black lives still matter uh if you haven't listened to last week's podcast um then please do uh go and listen to that because we do uh address one or two things uh that were on our mind at the 
start of that podcast. And also, helpfully, um, there's a number of links in the Yeah, more importantly, click the links, because we don't really have anything yeah. important to say about it. We're not. Um, but yeah, there are a number of links in the description to that video where you can uh, learn more about what's happening and how you can help. Um, so we still mm-hmm. urge you to go and do that. Um, in the meantime, you can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Devolver Digital. Mm-hmm. And uh, you... Oh, well, with this being live on Thursday, the news will be out and about that uh, Ruiner is coming to Switch on the Ooh. 18th of June. Yep, so a lot of people have been waiting for that, so that's exciting. Um, mm-hmm. So for all you Switch users, uh, that's some good news for you this week. Um, we Speaking of E3, um, we do have some exciting things in the pipeline uh we won't be revealing any of that here on the podcast though so you'll just really? have to stay tuned i tell you what jim uh i What's that? i uh speaking because last week we talked about star wars games mm. um yesterday i started the campaign in uh battlefront 2 oh yeah yeah really enjoying it I'm going to finish yeah. it. I'm going to finish it after this. Yeah. Um, it's really, it's quite short. Like I, I got two thirds of the way through it last night and I was probably only playing for about three hours. Um, yeah. But it's really fun. Like it doesn't outstay its welcome. The story is like nothing groundbreaking. It's not like a huge revelatory, like Star Wars, like, oh my God, I can't believe it. But it's, um, yeah. it's just good. It fits. Um, I like the characters that you play as. You get to play as some of the heroes. Um, it has cool locations. Feels very Star Wars. It's really, really fun. Uh, nice. Yeah, so I recommend that definitely if you want to if you want to dip into a, a bit of Star Wars, but without too much of a commitment. Um, I've been thinking about Star Wars Episode One: The Gungan Frontier. What's that one? Well, Star Wars Episode One: The Gungan Frontier. I'm glad you asked, Robbie is a game where you are in charge of, uh, of, of, of the ecosystem of a planet and you introduce all of these organisms on the planet and you try to create a stable ecosystem with all these organisms from the Star Wars universe. You've got herbivores and carnivores and you, uh, you try to make that work. What the fuck? <laughs> I just remembered it when you you said, oh, this you said Star Wars games again. And I was like, oh, yeah, a Star Wars game we didn't mention. And then I remembered this. And it's, I just Googled it because I, I was, I'm not going to lie, I was sitting here and I was like, is he fucking with me? Because I know you're very, very convincing. But I've Googled it and now I'm on YouTube watching a video. And the fucking, even the home screen is like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> Oh, here we go. I'm going to read the crawl. Episode one, the Gungan frontier. The underwater city of Oto Gunga has become dangerously overcrowded. Colonization of the water moon of Naboo is about to begin. In preparation, the Gungans have collected many exotic creatures from the small planet of Naboo and others throughout the galaxy that should thrive on the empty moon. 
Establishing an ecosystem in which the new planet's animals and Gungans can all live in balance is not an easy task. The Gungan Council has called upon Obi-Wan Kenobi and Queen Amidala, heroes of the Battle of Naboo, to meet this challenge. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the Gungans have asked a fucking queen and a Jedi Knight to help them fucking raise a farm on a moon. Yep. Oh, shit. This is fucking. Thanks great. for listening, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we at Devolver Digital recognize that the currency of our age is attention, and we thank you for yours. We love you all. In a corporate kind of way. Yeah, as long as you keep spending money on our games, we will continue to love you from afar. Or spend money contributing to Black Lives Matter. That is also a way to buy our Yes. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. <laughs> Oh,